If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. This is it. On the 30-meter line, they're going to take it. They're going to take it soon. Pierce to the 30. They run for a try now. It's come down to Graham. Back to the middle. It's found in a cello. A long-range shot from Anastasia. He's got it. Thanks very much for tuning into this week's episode of the Irish NRL show. We've a lot to get through. Obviously, we've got a round 12 review, Indigenous round, best round for jerseys. Uh, a brief, I suppose, preview to round 13, the abridged round that it is. I think there's eight sides on a bye. And then we'll obviously have an origin preview, as well as a look at the domestic game here in Ireland. But I am absolutely delighted to be joined by none other than the Tash. How are you, mate? Yeah, Not too bad, bro. Uh, looking forward to this weekend and... and Midweek games coming up, so it should be interesting. Yeah, Wednesday be good. Um, can't wait. Um, yeah, Lux was without much further ado. We might just kick it into the round twelve reviews. Um, I love Indigenous round every year. I think it's just brilliant. Um, but we'll kick it off. First game Thursday was Storm versus Manly. So full time score twenty eight eight in favour of the Storm. It was twelve four at half time. Monster was immense. Uh, with that jersey and that haircut, I think it does look like a nice day for a white wedding. Yeah, it's a bit of Melbourne badly needed that that result. Um, obviously, in the back of two resounding losses, very on on Manly Lake, especially against the Cowboys, and also just heading into Origin, where they'll obviously inevitably be short staffed, kind of over the next few weeks. Um, first half they absolutely boss possession I think they did something they completed something like 22 out of 24 sets completing at something like 91% so Manly had actually done exceptionally well to still be in the contest of the break it was doing 12-4 um, but I suppose the relentless nature of the storm they just kept it up until Manly basically wilted um, for Manly look I suppose oh, they weren't they, the scoreline probably makes them seem a lot worse than they were they weren't actually terrible um, but on a day that is likely to be forgotten for Manly and in a season that is likely to be forgotten they've fallen out to 11th it's great to see George Tafua back out um, it's his first fixture since September 5th 2020 he's only 30 as well so there's plenty of life left in the old dog and it was, like, it was great to see him dot down in the corner I do have a staff for you you think you're going to enjoy this one 24 strips a new NRL record so Thursday's strip by Munster took him one above Josh Hodgson and I suppose that was kind of that for me was kind of the final nail in that game. Once he did that, and then kind of basically walked over, I was like, okay. I think it's mad the way his teammates trust him so much to drop off the tackle, like, like that one that he pulled away yeah. and scored. Like you hear, like it was right under the six. It, it could have went horribly if the boys dropped off, and the man was able to pull the ball away. Like it just he does it all the time. He must be a bear, but like he must have some wrestling in him or something. Like. 
he's that farmer strength. Like that he's pure natural strength, like or something. Wherever he's from, he just has a ball of strength to get the ball out. Of but he is like remember the year it was twenty twenty the year they'd won the grand final, he rocked up. Because like, Origin. Origin was straight yeah. after the grand final, he rocked up. After drinking the whole, I don't think he had a pair of shoes. <laughs> yeah, they were drinking the whole. Week. He asked for it. He asked <laughs> for two days more. Didn't he? Lights out. He, 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 he went up. He was like, "Just give me another two more days." <laughs> and he was lights out that se- like, series. He was yeah, phenomenal. Maybe he touched, just came off. Like, he's probably the most naturally gifted player. But look, I don't really have much. Bloke, we have, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Like when, when Jerome Hughes, like it's great to see Jerome Hughes inside him. It just gives him, I'd say most of the time, Munster doesn't know what he's going to do when he gets the ball. But the fact that he's inside him and, and sort of steering him a little bit, it must take the weight off even bellyache, like going on. <laughs> he knows Munster will do something magical or he can do something fucked up. But the fact that Jerome is there, you can go give the ball to Jerome, like, and let him reset the set. Like, so, just the way they work, like. And it's kind of like what Cody Walker's kind of missing. Yeah. Now that Rennes left the Rabbits, it's that structure yeah, player. Steer the ship a little bit. And uh, Smith is coming on a little bit in, in the hook and roll a bit more better. His service is getting a bit better. Like there's a few, there's a few. The fact that he wasn't in there the other time, like, and the fact that uh, Grant only went down, I think, Thursday, was it? Or it was a day of the game or something, so he didn't have a lot Practicing there, you're saying after the game, so he just needs to. I think they need to play him a bit more in there if they're going to look at him like that over there, or Arjun period as well. Like, in fact, Grant is gone. Like, if the guy's yeah. giving time in there, like, just like, because it is a hard yeah. role to get him. If you're playing 13 all the season, like, then they expect you to go in and, and play a good. It's just a strange one on Harry Grant, actually. So, it's just got a bit of um, NRG 60 before we jumped on, and they were, they were interviewing Billy Slayer, and we were just saying that Harry's obviously injured, but he also caught flu over the weekend. Um, a bad dose of the flu so he's actually not flying out of Melbourne until Wednesday that's what he did as in Origin yeah. kick, kick off I don't think but they have they didn't pick him at 9 did they not we get in no they put Ben Hunt we get on to that one <laughs> yeah he's, he's, he's yeah. 14 yeah. we get on to so strange yeah but they have a re-manny like if, if all if the shit does hit the fan like which is you know, three serious Cougars next year so not that bad on the yeah. and we'll get to Ben Hunt <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah we'll get to Ben yeah. Hunt shortly yeah. next game Panthers and Cowboys uh, 22-0 Panthers Panthers were 16 up at half time they just stretched the Cowboys they had this habit of going coast to coast like trying to spread you and then they can change it up and go up straight up the middle like at you so their attack is unbelievable and they're like the Eels a little bit where they can go slow play the ball like pass 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 and then they get to an edge and they just put the boot down like so they have that shape like and it's I don't think the Cowboys have to worry about this I think it's just a blip in the radar like they came across the best team in the in the, in the comp like they're still looking like they're going to make in top six like they're still I wouldn't worry about them at all like I, this game's just a blip like they, they helped uh, the Panthers to one try in the second half which was a bit better but it would have been nice to see them get on the score sheet just once or twice just to make it a, a little bit more of them mm. like the nil does speak a little bit for them that they might be just a bit naive and a, and a bit, bit young in, in this team like 
come across being like Panthers. But uh, I wouldn't be as downhearted if, say, you were playing maybe the, the Roosters or the other Rabbitohs who have played for that scoreline. Like, there'd be more questions answered like that. But uh, Panthers just keep doing what they're doing. They're just yeah. No, they're they they like. You'd like to think that they'll struggle during the origin <laughs> period. You'd like I to think. struggle when you're playing the Bulldogs. <laughs> That's all. I think they were. They were picked like this. <laughs> they have seven. Was it, it was the seven pick for the origin, and then they play the Bulldogs, huh? Yeah. Someone up there is looking after. Um, who have no one? Picked. Yeah, someone is looking after. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, it's computer generated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mind you, though, the Bulldogs are probably thanking the lucky stars that are playing the Panthers during the origin period, as opposed to. I still wouldn't like to play the Panthers anything, but <laughs> they're going to put like, like they're in the back. Or even like the back, they have like the strength of depth. Like you've seen it in their trial games. Like some of the young ones, they were playing like uh, what's the big for the uh, Mark. Uh, Oh, he's the triple M radio. Geyer, is it Mark Geyer? Mark his, Geyer son. his son. He's an animal. He's a big baby heading him. But even, like we've seen at the start of the season, we've seen... Sean um, O'Sullivan, like... Sean O'Sullivan playing well in the Boston, system. Like. And then, like Isaiah Tago, <laughs> it's been brilliant when Brian Tato was out. So... Like, and then you have Charlie Stain come in, like that played most of the, the first half period of, of, of the season. You don't lose much, except your two halfbacks and that centre because Edwards is still there Isaiah Isaiah yeah but that's like it's that's fine like you miss a few but like it's not as bad I'd say Lee Martin would be a big miss as well like but uh, yeah. I think they're just as blessed to have the Bulldogs like. yeah, you keep out your props as well yeah yeah because they're well who are arguing to them the best the mm. next one yeah <laughs> Broncos Titans so 25-24 Titans 4 points 24 at half time in favour of the Titans I listened back actually to this because I couldn't remember what we picked for the West uh, South game um, and to be fair we got the score pretty much bang on I think you had said 34-22 but how we got there was wildly different to how this game panned out um, look the Broncos showed a ton of grit to pull themselves back in this one they looked dead and buried at half time I kind of thought Cabo scored that try about four minutes out and I thought okay there might be something in them yeah but then Fafita scored two minutes later and I was like alright it's over now and then Ricky tried then um, you did going oh shit like this could go <laughs> yeah I was like but what were they thinking it was like a short, short kickoff. kickoff I was like, like you don't yeah, do yeah, that put it down as fast as you can in the field like you're not you're yeah. not that much in trouble like uh, yeah and I suppose look whisper quietly the Broncos are in the top four mm. uh, Titans are after dropping off though like they're they're now 14th they're in a world of trouble like I think winning is a habit and so too is losing and they've they've let a few sizable halftime leads go it's um, contagious as well they also like, done yeah. it against us yeah it's mm. contagious winning like it, it, like it gets into camp and, and the buzz is like Mondays will come around and you'd like to get there losing is a whole different story to get the, uh, like get back training on Tuesday or Monday. Like, like the review alone just puts a damper on everything. Like. Yeah. Um, for the Broncos to go two from two without Reynolds as well, and then obviously leading into this Origin break, it's it's phenomenal. Um, for me, like kind of outside outside of your uh, 
typical standouts this season say for the for the Broncos like Cabo was good uh, Herbie Farmer was good Corey Oates was good but Capewell and Ricky I thought were real standouts especially in the first half when the, things weren't going their way I thought the two of them had great games but I'm going to say this and maybe I'm a a D1 CK head um, credit to Ben Eichen knock heavy wars I think it's a change in the culture like I think last season before Ben Eichen started if you had the tabloids about Payne Haas moving on and looking for a million and looking for all this they would have been pumped at the weekend yeah, they would have trickled down into the- and then to go behind at half time I thought yeah full credit to Ben Eichen very clever man mm. my stat my staff you know right Tino we're just going to call him Tino uh, <laughs> 229 run meters next Titan was Brimson with 140 90 post contact meters again the next man was Brimson and Tino also finished fourth in tackles for 27 if the man was anywhere else we'd be like banging down the door for him to be the Dali M winner like Lord rest his soul he's just he's the reason they're not bomb at present he's just he's just the work he gets through is just I think he might be one of the best one of the best forwards in the game was it his brain fart really that set up it. that that short kick off I think he got he came out and took the brain for that like I don't know I don't know he tried his best off of that for the whole game like for the I think he claims that he called for I say you know oh, a sack to kick it short like so I don't yeah. know but like yeah Oh, I, I, yeah, I'm leveling off the hook for oh, that one. Like, like, forward shouldn't be making decisions like that. Yeah, too yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, if you kick it, you kick it. Here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna we're gonna just do a little one up carries. That's what we're gonna yeah. do. That's that's our game yeah. plan. Do a little. That, that's a forward give me, decision. Yeah, give me the ball. Sure, give <laughs> yeah me no. Ball. Yeah. I can run over him. Yeah. Now look, uh, brilliant result for the Broncos. for the Broncos. Yeah, no, they're exciting. They're yeah, exciting team now. They're young, young flash team now in the backs alone, like. Like uh, Stags and, and Farmworth, they are they're gun players. Like, and remember, I was saying earlier on in the season that he has a habit of, of Farmworth go back in against the grain and not give his winger. You see him now more and more stepping, getting that outside step, trying to get the winger to come into him and trying to put Oates away. Like, so that's you just see him improving every week. So, he must be listening to the podcast or something. Obviously, that that explains the one listener we have in Brisbane. Um, it must be him. Um, yeah, another thing just to point out is Ezra Mam. I thought obviously it's a wonderful story in that like this last season he was doing the war dance to mm. lead off the Broncos fixture in the just round, but like he's been very solid. Um, and like I do like Tyson Gamble. I think he's I just he's just a footballer like you know what I mean I do kind of like him but he's not the greatest no there's a, there's a look about him and I think no, to throw Ezra Mam in your him it's, the head can go <laughs> he's, he's a mad Monday special. yeah yeah exactly. he's a great crack in a mad Monday <laughs> yeah but like so it's like the two of them to kind of steady the ship and kind of run take things over in Ryan's absence I thought especially given how far back they were at halftime I thought, yeah. I wonder. Full credit. I wonder too. what influence Reynolds have had a training for them lads. Like, imagine him. Imagine going to train every day, like, and have and having Reynolds there with you. Say, like, if you if you, you should try this, you should try that, or step in, step out, maybe, or something like that. I'd say his his influence on the the half group. You can see it in them, like, because 
Gamble sometimes he was a headless and now he's far more far yeah. more settled in his decision making like composed yeah. I haven't heard anything of late but I do know like in pre-season they were banging the drum and saying he was brilliant in pre-season like just culturally all yeah, around yeah, the squad yeah. like he just which, like, like the, yeah. the money doesn't matter oh, well, like, for that group alone like for these two young mm-hmm. you need like and, and Kurt Capewell as well to come and just steady the ship but his professionalism and his, and his, 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 his will in some of them defensive efforts like he's just so solid yeah next game next up Warriors Knights so 16 24 to the Knights the Warriors start this game a series going up 12 mil and then they just let the fucking Knights back in and that's the way the game the something. game went for the whole game until the Knights put the sword in them. it was just tick for tack tick for tack as soon as the Warriors went ahead the Knights came back and you're there going oh my god just defend the fuck properly Say. Gonna say something here. Something we never say. Oh. The Warriors beat themselves. Oh, <laughs> oh definitely in this game. <laughs> definitely in this game. Yeah. Like it was 12 nil and then they came back and did the game. And then the Warriors scored again. Knight scored and thing. And then a sloppy kickoff that the, the Harris dropped like and straight off scrum. Knight scored again. Like you hear the one. Like, them mistakes are just team killers, like team killers. And then not to be able to put a team away and let them come back and score in the corner again just absolutely killed it like and the nice thing didn't play that well like the two teams didn't play that well it was a really sloppy fucking stupid game like I mean, granted if you had no no dog in the race or anything like that you'd look at this and say oh no the 24-16 like it's a good scoring game like but it's so depressing to see a team just go tit for tat tit for tat nobody wants to defend and someone has to score at the end to take them the game and that's the way these, there's a few teams around that that bottom of the table that are going to play games like this all season. It's just yeah. I know someone has to be a loser, but fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> tough slog. Yeah. Uh, yeah, poor Reese Walsh needs longer studs too. Uh, I mean, yeah, he him. He kicked himself in the head with the one ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I was, I was very disappointed in the Warriors, um, especially like. A side like the Knights, who's who is low on confidence. Like if you if you can put two or three scores on them, they probably will just fade. Yeah. Um, especially this point in the season. But yeah, look, less probably said about that game. The like they're they're second on points scored against them. Like they're one hundred four points minus one hundred four points. Like Knights, where the Warriors are ninety seven. Like so, it's ridiculous. Like, and they're still above the Knights. The Warriors in twelfth place. Now the Knights definitely that, and Adam Ryan definitely needs a few more wins. <laughs> Yeah, the, the monkey up the back. Yeah, uh, yeah, definitely. He's uh, he's in the Maguire territory. Oh, well, I think Maguire's set for isn't he? Good yeah, I think he's under under pressure again. Um, we're good to move. Then yeah, we'll yeah, right. talk okay. about Maguire in the next fixture. Good to move on. Yeah. Not much chat now. This was rough. Yeah, Ravros Wests, uh, Ravros 44-18. It was 12-18 at halftime in favour of Wests. It's a strange performance from the Bunnies. Like, they had the lines of share of possession all game. And I think, like, I think they averaged around 56%. But they just found ways to muck it up in the first half. And, like, they really upped the tempo in the second half. 
But even some of the mm. some Lar- of the efforts in the second half were sloppy. We still got the the, the room of the green like like Walker's try just fell into his lap yeah. like stuff like that. You know, going, like your their luck was on as well. Like that's the thing. But what, like what I kind of thought really changed the game from them is like like a Cody got two tries, Ilias got two tries his, but largely in the back of Damien Cook's run game. Mm. So like in the second half they got momentum back, and by the time. Johnson thought down after an hour for the hat trick. It was over. Mm. Um, Maguire's back under pressure. The reports are it's a split board, so you're looking at kind of half in favour of him staying, half in favour of him going. And it's a bit of a mess in the club. I don't think it's like an equal share. Yeah, it's a giant venture. Of, now. So I'd say mm, the board is like that as well. So, so I don't think there's equal power on that board either. I don't think it's yeah, like it's not I think it's a fair like, voting yeah, system. Some people yeah. So it, it just depends on where the favours lie, and I think they're probably looking at going. Look, we Tim Sheen's there waiting to come in. Like we've we've as good a replacement as anyone. Um, I'll be at an old, an aging Tim Sheen's, but look. Um, because Tim wanted, have Tim come in with a, a pure things like Shaman Bulldogs, Gus. Then he just wanted to come in. That's what I think he wanted. Role like being being an advisor for Maguire, like I think he was wrong, but. Maybe he's looking at what, maybe he's looking at Gus and the Bulldogs and saying, well, like, despite what Gus tells you, he'd no problems getting rid of Trent Barrett, who was his, who he sought out. Uh, he'd not, Gus had no problems getting rid of um, Cleary the first oh, yeah. time at the Panthers. So, um, and look, to be to be fair to Maguire, I actually this time I don't think he's fairly under pressure. Like, I think. If you look at the quality of the rosters, right, the Ravros have been off this season, but they still have significantly better quality than West's. Yeah. Um, but I think they're playing a lot better in that they're like you look at some of the efforts in the open rounds; they were abysmal. Whereas the effort is there, they just don't have. I, I'd argue that they've less talent than say anyone else in the, in. If you put them in the top yeah, eleven sides, yeah. If you put them up against teams, compare them to teams on, as you say, top twelve. Even, even throw the Warriors in there. There's some quality players in the, each team, like. And if you went position for position, they wouldn't come out on top for most of the teams, like. No. No. Like, like, yeah. And that's that. Like, arguably the best player. No one really seen it come. Like, not no one really seen it coming. But there would have been reservations about Jack oh, yeah. Jackson Hastings this season coming from Super League there would have been reservations and he's been their best player so yeah look um, I just think they're a mess to be honest with you but they were also um, even that, best even that mess. Uh, Tales from uh, Tiger Town last year on Tiger the, Town you just like, your man the CEO whatever is such an absolute armadon like you know what they say mate a fish rots from the head down a fish rots from the head down just the way he went on like you knew there was more about him in the role than it was the club but he, he was looking at that I'm bigger than this role like or, you know that way it was all about him like where his role should have been tiny in that in that little bit like should be all about the team and but yet he had nearly an episode of him comes out like. I think he tried to make it all episodes of himself yeah. mate to be honest with your fake tan mm. plugs um, yeah, that was my, my my quick stat. I touched on Damien Cook kind of running game. So, 
In the first half, Demi Cook had one dummy half run, and in the second half, he had four. That was kind of what I pointed as kind of the, the difference in kind of their performance in the first and second half. Both, both halves were sloppy, but yet they still put look, they still put on eight tries, to be fair. So, yeah, that's, a, that's all I have to add on that one. What about for Alex Johnson? Coming the club's all time try scorer, one of the 46 tries. Yeah. At twenty seven, yeah, the, the man is twenty seven. He's probably the most. He, he does bugger all. Unfortunate. Have like a, well, he's the same as fucking uh, what's his name, Nate Merritt, the way <laughs> like the same player. He's he put on that side to score tries. Like, like I mean, like for Nate Merritt, if you look at his representative career, like it wasn't much, but still he was one of the top <laughs> try scorers of like all time. Like the same with Paul Johnson at twenty seven. Yeah. You think if I said it, one hundred forty seven tries you think oh Aussie winger like national winger origin winger maybe no nowhere near it like and he's never going to be near it yeah which is mad and even 27 like doing 27 like, <laughs> he's been around he seems he's been, been around, around years ages. yeah yeah now he's good in his I remember a backline of he was good in his uh, like presser there you see him he was just happy to be in the presser yeah, <laughs> and lights and stuff like that yeah it's like my first time yeah, ever. He's usually good on social media as well, like, so he's usually a good character. Yeah. 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 No, no, yeah. But he, he is, he's always been that kind of player. He'd like score three, three tries in the game. You're like, yeah, but what else? Yeah, well, I have a fancy, like, and he doesn't do fuck all. If he doesn't score five tries in trouble, he don't add up as much. Next one Sharks and Roosters. Yeah. Uh, 16.34 to Roosters. Uh, Roos had a serious first half they were 20 up at the break they scored tries from Tupo scored two Teddy scored one and Butcher scored another one they struck again right before half, uh, right after half time through Hargreaves the, the Sharks sort of came back and had a little renaissance there in, in the second half like where they put on Hargreaves got three tries but then just the Roosters just answered back put on I think it was another two by uh, Manu and Watson just to finish out the contest but even like when it was 24 and ill, I don't think the Sharks looked like coming back there was one good down the left edge like uh, to uh, to uh, so Langy to the centre and the young fella uh, over like from the tray and you thought oh we we'll go there again they never went there again you have like an edge you have an edge like that and they don't they don't want to know about it like it's cool like I know the Sharks. It's probably the first game of the season for the Roosters that they actually look like top four side. That they they had the the bit in their teeth like and they put the they put the throw they put the foot to the throat like when they got the chance like put scores on, on teams like again and the Sharks are a team this year, like form wise, they're top four team like. So it's probably the first game the whole season that the Roosters look like they have the shit together like. Which Coming into mm-hmm. Origin, they're losing a few lads, which will stand to them. Like the Roosters, yeah, the Roosters like, they're not losing. To Danny Tuber was driving a call up there, which is great. Like, but uh, they don't lose that many. No, um, well, I actually just gonna on the whole stage stage of Origin. The two individuals would be very upset, but I think the Sharkies will be colossally excited. The fact that. They're not losing Nico or 
Dale. If Nico's on 18 man, though, so, does he not have to go? Yeah, she probably said. Probably the only one that would yeah. to sit there with 18 man. He'll be involved yeah, in camp, yeah. camp, but I don't think so. He might come away unscathed, like. Yeah. Which would be delightful if you were a head coach. I'm kind of looking at looking at how Freddie kind of typically builds mm-hmm. his roster. Like he typically goes one back on the interchange bench. So unless his injuries, I don't see Nico getting an awful lot of game time. Maybe if the series is tied up, he might get game three. I think it, it all depends take that, on but waiting. Like if he comes on skates, then you won't see Nico at all. Which you might I see. Don't think so. Uh, especially. Positions. Creighton Star and, and White going the 14 like the exchange which he can go over to now too that's what I think given the the combinations there with Lua and Cleary um, look, we're, we're rushing ahead we're rushing ahead <laughs> uh, yeah yeah but look I think the Sharks will bounce back yeah, yeah just that like, uh, it was just an off game for them like and they're going to get that with, the, with this team. Like, the first year they're up together, like, they're always, you can't go through the season and not have a few blips. Like, it all depends how they no, back. No, no, yeah, I think every time they've got fed, they bounce back better. Like, so. Yeah, I agree with that now. Um, next fixture, look, I suppose you'd look at the scoreline, you think we did it a disservice. Uh, last week suggesting the four minute highlights I don't actually think we did it's very much like that um, Warriors Knights fixture um, which look shouldn't be joking the Dragons are in ninth they're just outside the eighth um, 12 points but look I suppose Doggies uh, Dragons so 34-24 in favour of the Dragons half time score of 6 points to 16 again in favour of the Dragons. It was clunky, clunky, clunky. There's plenty of sets left out there. I think there's a total of 15 uncompleted sets across both sides. Uh, I suppose what's, what's strange though is, right, look, it wasn't a great game, but the Bulldogs are actually good to watch. Mm. Like, I think they had something like 14 offloads. And again, they were the far better side at, in chunks. When they get behind like, you, they actually they took the lead. You're, you're never going to get them, like, they make a break. Like, they're a scary team to break a line, like, Brilliant. And then, like, they were up 18 16, like, uh, with 10 minutes gone in the second half. Um, Yeah. And, like, they were just. It's that ability. Just errors that kill them every week. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. With the boot at and Joe, I'm gonna say so- he should be using it more. Well, I'm going to say something here, and I don't know if maybe I'm the only one who thinks this, but like the more I watch Borton, the more I kind of go, do you know what? Maybe he's, maybe he, it wasn't the fact that Jerome Louis was ahead of him that he wasn't playing 5-8 at the Panthers. Maybe he's just a poor 5-8. Um... 
because like like a kicking game is not enough to just play 5-8 I just think creatively he's not I think they've invested creatively he's not there no he's not and look he's a bit of pace about him he can run the ball and stuff like that but I don't know the more I watch him I just kind of think do you know what Um, he's a fullback at best Yeah, some of the points were like, um, because that's what he does. He runs yeah. the block play or he runs dummy. That's all he's good at. Yeah. Pulling the back or, or taking yeah, on himself. Yeah, absolutely. That's the only thing he has. Absolutely. Now, now speaking of uh, fullbacks, Cody Ramsey again. Yes. Top run, top run meters, 146 meters. But it's his effort. Uh, I think it's Zach Lomax. He always had that effort about him. When he bust on the scene yeah. there last year, was it? Remember, he just scored two tries in his debut. Yeah. The effort he got to put the ball down, it just shows you that he, he but appar- a dog bear. Apparently, his effort is a problem. Yeah. As in, in training. Like, he's constantly doing extras. Oh, actually, doing like, too much. Like, here. Yeah, they're like, here, relax, relax, relax. And he's just like, no, no, no. I just, he's like, has to be told. Yeah, come in. Um, Zach Lomax was good. Ben Hunt was good. Again, like, I'm. Delighted he's been st- he's been chosen starting Hawker for the Rones and I think kind of his redemption arc kind of post 2015 grand final kind of been a joy to watch over the last five years like I just someone I, re- I felt really sorry for during that whole kind of <laughs> that one how he was treated on the back of the Broncos just haunts him it's just still haunts yeah I don't know if it does anymore I hope it doesn't I think it's still brought yeah. up yeah, I just don't think he'll ever problem. get yeah <laughs> imagine imagine telling him there's two blokes in North Mead and they're talking <laughs> he wouldn't even know where, yeah he wouldn't even know where that is he's like where <laughs> yeah Um. I suppose my stat on this one is just like errors are just killing the doggies they're 13 on the weekend they're second worst the bunnies obviously come first. Well, obviously, but bunnies come first. 142, uh, 139 errors the doggies have made through 12 rounds. It's 11 and a half errors a game. It's just how are you hoping to win? Basically, yeah, it's not too bad to make like the um, make all them errors and still get the points. But if you can't score the points, you're in big trouble. Right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like just yeah, it's madness. Yeah, that's all I had in that one. Um, go on, put me in misery. So it's Raiders and Eels. Good gym session. Raiders and Eels was it? Was a good gym session. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. It was good. good. Never. Cleans and everything. Never twenty minutes. Yeah. Uh, twenty twenty eight to the Eels. Uh, Fogarty's first game of the season. Put up a lovely bomb. Just a lovely, compatible bomb, like up for for waiting, like got lucky with the touch and Chris scored a try off but like he taught right during the game now through the saddle and then we started this tip that again like most games we've kind of seen that over from an actual like such a lucky knock on straight into his hands just tipped it on then Dylan Brown decided to run the ball and knock over your prop put him on Fear Street a little bit <laughs> which was I think it was just the step road and put big pop on his arse like caught him on the way up yeah, uh, yeah he went off for HIA as well oh, like, but he got good man like, like Dylan Brown would be hardy at fuck yeah. but he just caught him like he, he off hands and came back against him like uh, yeah I've been yeah, there yeah, <laughs> I've been there you put your bed down doesn't 
And then the raps are the quick thinking of the rap. Little quick play the ball. Nobody knew where the fucking ball came out. Uh-huh. I thought it popped out. I thought he was still on the ground. But I went and looked back at it. And Elliot got over for a Raiders try. And then an ex-player of yours came back to haunt us. He had a great game, Bailey. Bailey had a great game. He was a decent player. Like. He was everywhere. Yeah. He, he was he, everywhere. He did pull back for you, didn't he? He played fullback at times. He was brilliant the year he went to the grand final. I just I've, remember that game, the playoff game against Melbourne, where Joey Lelua got hit with a firework coming out. Oh, yeah, remember yeah, that? Yeah. We were playing Melbourne in Melbourne. Joey Lelua got hit with a firework coming out. And Bailey Simons had scored a try with two minutes gone. Yeah. It was like, like what are the chances? Uh, he'd no... 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 Um, he'd, he'd like no home whatsoever. Like he, he's a, an interesting bloke. He doesn't come from a traditional rugby league circle. He actually played was on kind of the periphery of the New Zealand seven side. Is he? And is he then he's, he's not Australian. He's or he's he's that, yeah. Austra- yeah. like lived in Australia, but he's like yeah, he's, he's, a, he's a Kiwi yeah. heritage. So, but yeah, no, I thought he was a great pickup. For him. Great hands to get him over there. Yeah. First try, like to be is serious. Just, just the. Pull it back, pull it back, pull it back, and then a bit of pace by him, just, and he put it down well. And then Gutterson absolutely shit himself for an eye bomb for Chris's second one. Brilliant. Absolutely. Brilliant. Now, Brilliant try celebration. But it wasn't even like waiting went down the corner, like kick it. It was, he had all the time in the world to catch it. Like, there was nobody on the press. Like, it took a while for Chris to get to pick up the ball, but I knew he had to take our chances. It had oh, to be Jesus moving. Christ. It had to be moving. It had to be moving in the air. Yeah, oh, it, it, did. Yeah, it had to be doing something. Like, yeah, I know. Uh, Four would kick the two points after the break, and then that's where the Raiders stopped then a little bit. Sean Lee. I kind of thought when we did that. That made the slowest break I have ever seen against us, but didn't throw it away. It was absolutely <laughs> calling. And, uh, and, and Simon would go for a second try there. But just Sean Lane, just that you can see it coming a mile away, and he's still when he made up. Well, we did when, see when it he made up faster. He didn't know what to do. He's like, and he passed way too early as well. Dylan Brown had way too much to do when he got the ball. Yeah, <laughs> Xavier caught Xavier should have done better on that. That's yeah, right, to be honest with you. I think got the hand but up. on that, and it's rare, it's, it's hard to say this, but Simonson's second try is a gorgeous try. Yeah, yeah. they get. It's the same again. It was just a pullback, pullback, what, and then his ability to get like up in the air and back down, like put the ball down. But it was the fact that <laughs> in the build-up, Mitch Moses oh, dropped. With it. it happened a few times over the week that that the, they're taking out the playmakers a little bit. Like if you go back to three or four times in the week, the weekend, like where I think they might have to look at it. When he passes the ball, they're being taken out the playmakers. Like they're coming in behind him, taking him out. I know it, it, the advantage I say they said don't go back to it, but it, it happened in the Warriors game. I think and it happened in the Storm game as well, where the person that was running behind him when the ball went, they still took the playmaker out. That was something I definitely noticed, and I know. And look, I'm probably slating no saying this. It was very obvious, like on on kicks there was like a point made of like always putting the kicker down yeah. like as in the kick would be off and you'd see someone grab him and it wouldn't be end force or anything no, like that but they made sure yeah. and and it was at times where they could have pulled out they kind of half pulled out and then just said put him on the ground, the ground. put him on the ground and do you know what I mean it was then that's penalty where the ball lands isn't 
Yeah, but it wasn't picked stupid, up. Stupid, like it, it's, but the same with these these small things that the NRL are going to look at now next week. Like everyone's going to get penalised. But uh, yeah, just yeah. as you said, like but, not, but then his ability to get up again like, and and get that long looping pass over and then just commit everyone was glad. But it was the pace he put in the ball that made the try once he got that. I, I don't know how he got up so quickly and yeah. the pace he, he put in the ball. Defenders. I think he he's having his best in his Because well, like, there was one up beside him and then the two lads were coming across. And as soon as he got past that, that fella that was up beside him, the two lads had to come in and that gave uh, signs, uh, signs in his face outside him. Like, and then it was only a fucking air. Get over the line. Yeah. Uh, he's going well. Brian is playing well. And Mitch Moses, as you say, like, he's probably having season like compared like last year he's yeah. at the building last year I think he's more complete there now. he knows when the another thing for you as well a random stat they dropped on, on Sunday when he was watching the game um, and I've been kind of slightly critical of Brown I find him kind of quite inconsistent this season he's Sist. he's scored he's equaled his like try best five tries he's never scored more than five tries which I thought was quite a strange low number um, so maybe he is having a better season and I'm just a bit of a pretentious snob I say his assists are up as well Fogarty yeah yeah it have to be mm. I think um, on our end look it's good to have Fogarty back and I think that might save the ship I, 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 the more and more I see uh, Wolford I think he's going to be our long term hooker mm. but the fact he's still out there's little things I like him. There, it's fair and the fact yeah. that Fogarty back as well Especially this time, it's probably yeah. a blessing to use that you have two lads yeah. that were playing in his position. Like, yeah, his options. Yeah. Frawley and, and Schneider. Yeah. The 40 year old, 28 year old. Yeah. Yeah, Matt Frawley. Yeah. But yeah, look, the result didn't go away, but I actually wasn't too unhappy with the performance, to be yeah. fair. The judge is um, yeah uh, quickly run through I suppose around 13 previews it's a great time to mention that like I hope he's all made advantage of the one one free trial of Atletic but that's since gone and we do however have a recommendation to you like a lot of the shows on the mid-season slump if you click the link in the podcast description it'll bring you to a company called usasports.co.uk highly recommend you visit them if you're looking for maybe a nice basketball jersey for the summer Maybe you're a fan of the baseball, the NFL. And just to throw it in the peripheries, they currently have a discount for the next three weeks for Father's Day in case you want to get your oil by a basketball jersey. 20% off with code DAD20. Click the link in our podcast description. Use discount code DAD20 for 20% off a wide variety of US sporting apparel. I mean, you'd be mad not to click. Yeah, be a final round. You get one just before the... Series yeah, you might you might not look like a glory hunter if you if you whip it out. No, no. Boston, nice Celtics jersey yeah, as well. Yeah. Oh, geez. yeah. No, I I've always supported Boston, yeah. and it's nothing to do with the fact that I'm Irish. No, no, no. I don't. I don't also support the New England Patriots. <laughs> That's different. Uh, reason, <laughs> it's funny one. Yeah, but I suppose. Heard of in terms years. of, yeah, I suppose in tipping, and um, we both went five five out of eight. So we both backed Wests. I backed the Roosters, you backed the Sharks, and then I obviously backed the Raiders, you backed the Eels, and then everything else. I think we, we, we got right. Um, so fair enough. I can't remember what order we agreed. Do you go odds? It's odds. I'm, I'm starting first. 
Okay, so fair Titans versus the Cowboys. Uh, Cowboys have six in camp for the Maroons. The uh, Titans only have one. The speed is out as well for the, for the Titans. I am going to go for the Titans. This I think six, six players out from their spine and they're the six good players. Like, it'll be hard for the Cowboys. It will really test their strength. Like, and strength and depth. Like. So I think Titans might might get on the hop this one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do you know what? I'm still going to back the Cowboys. <laughs> and I'll tell you why. Because who's the one player from the Titans that's missing? Big. Big, big T. Too. Big Tino. He, big Tino just makes him tick. Um, next fixture, uh, <laughs> Friday, 5 to 11. Panthers in first, Bulldogs in 16th, Blue Bet Stadium, Penrith. I don't care if Penrith are playing the Maroons. I'm still back in Penrith against the Bulldogs. They could have 17. Yeah. <laughs> they could have 17. I'd still back them against the Bulldogs. You just, you just, you just can't bet against the Panthers. So, yeah. yeah. I go the same. <laughs> I go Panthers, Panthers. too. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Manly versus the Warriors. Fair, fair enough. DC is the only one that's yeah. in, in camp. Uh, I think the Warriors need a win, and I don't think this is the game they're going. So I don't remember. I just think if yeah, with DC I'll, out, like probably. F- I'll probably follow you in on that for a couple of reasons. One, I think they'll be disgusted to find themselves in eleventh. I think Trevojevic is going to have an incredible game yeah, Jakey after being yeah, dropped um, I think he'll really fire up and then um, obviously maybe George Tafua gets a few more minutes and he kind of returns to his hard hitting yeah, best no one no one in the NRL can rearrange his spine quite like uh, Georgie Tafua well that used to be scary so, yeah. isn't it? we used to have him and, and Steve Mag why would you even want to yeah. guess <laughs> He just wouldn't go down that edge at all. And then it's that Roman. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I'm pretty sure at that stage they had like Pete Kieran Farn at, at, at 5A who would put a shot yeah, on. Yeah, he'd do as well. Because he, yeah, like, he, he would well. put a shot on. Yeah. Yeah, so, you know, I, I back in with the Manleys there. Um, so you've gone Titans, I've gone Cowboys. Panthers. We've both gone. <laughs> Panthers and Storm and then this is probably where we're going to differ again because I don't know it's it's strange you're kind of you've kind of got that classic half and half jersey with Cowboys and Roosters going but uh, Raiders Roosters GIO Stadium Canberra uh, 5 o'clock sorry 5 past 7 Sunday morning do you know what it's adventurous it's brave it's risky we're only down you know two of our most important players in white and Big Papa um, but I'm going to back Raiders in this one. Yeah. I just, I just have a feeling. Um, My players, you think? We might put one on the. Uh, just two. Just Jack and, and Papa, uh, Big Papa. Made the interchange, yeah. And then. Ooh. I don't think 
the Roosters are lacking anything in the half, so I'm going to go Roosters after last games. Fair. Fair. I'll give you that one. I'll give you that one. Fair. Right, so that's the uh, the abridged uh, round 13 preview. Obviously, there's eight, eight sides and a bye. Um, so let's kick it off now. State of Origin preview. Game 1, Wednesday, 8 of June. Acor Stadium. I think you were going to review the Blues. Blues lineup. And I was going to do the Maroons. Yeah. So all I have is the 18 man. That's okay. As as yeah. So fullback, Teddy, captain. Uh, on the wings, uh, Brian Toll and Daniel Tupo. Uh, in the centers, Stag and White. Uh, six and seven, Louie Cleary. Uh, two props, Haas and Bolo. Nine is Cook. Uh, Eleven is twelve, Murray and, and Sims. And thirteen, Yao. Uh, Fourteen, Crichton. Uh, Fifteen, Lee Martin. Sixteen, Campbell Gerd. And seventeen, Ryan Madison. And eighteen, man, is Hines. I think it's great to see Daniel Tubo back. Just his effort of return sets is extraordinary for the Roosters. For all the years he's been there, he's just one of the most consistent players they have. He he never lets down. Staggs is going to be interesting, I think. It'll really show, is he he up to this? Um, And the big big one for me was the Whiten one. I thought he was going to put Whiten in at 14, maybe quite start at at centre. And have waiting as that he can cover so many positions. I know he's still playing, but I think a resting waiting going on for some of them is better than a Crichton going on for some. Like I know he can play wing and, and fullback and stuff like that, but he can't play in the halves, right? Where Whiten can. Uh, yeah. And it was great to see, uh, I don't know if you've seen it, but General online, they were interviewing Ryan Madison in camp. And the was able to show him that he made he made bench, so his reaction was really good. Like he was nearly in tears. Like so, I'm ha- so I'm ha- happy for him. He's been solid. He's been for solid. For kind of the off bench, like his efforts are unbelievable. Mm. Mm. And then hang with eighteen. They all depend on how the week goes, but uh, I don't think this is the end. Which it's the same as Wayne. Like. I'd say he can cover as much, as much, as much, as much. Absolutely. Well, it's a very, yeah, like it's a very, both of them. It's a very, uh, how do you say, like, he seems, Yeah, like, I mean, the thing I would say, too, as well, is that, like, there's been plenty of talk about the reselection of Daniel Tupo. is kind of to do with, I suppose, the height of the Maroons' wingers, which we'll get to, um, and kind of what seems to be a game plan by the Maroons to, like, try and dominate the Blues on kicks, basically, um, the aerial attack. Um, I might run through the Maroons, I suppose, line-up. Um, and then we can kind of get into it a bit more. But it was fullback Caelan Ponga, wingers Selwyn Cabo, Xavier Coates, centers Valentine Holmes, Dane Gagai, halfback pairing of Cameron Munster and Daly Cherry Evans. 
forward pack of Tino in a prop, Ben Hunt, Hooker, Josh Papali'i out of prop, and then obviously second row partnership of, and I love this partnership just in terms of workhorses, Kirk Capewell, Felice Cafusi, and then Lucy, a man I'm absolutely delighted to see. He's been playing prop all year, but Ruben Carr. Probably is a bit too small to be a prop in, in origin, but look, he's been playing great. Uh, Inchange bench of Harry Grant, Lindsay Collins, Patrick Carrigan, absolutely good because with a name like that, there has to be some Irish in him. We might have been able to sneak him with a dodgy granny into the Irish squad for the World Cup. And then Jeremy Nanai, who I'm delighted for, has a brilliant season. 18th man is Tommy Dearden, but also you've got Jairo, Thomas Flegler, Hamaso Tabau, Fidel, and then Murray Tuolangi on the reserve bench. So look, I think it's a very deep squad. Arguably on form, I'd say the Blues reserves is a bit lower down the list. But in terms of the first 17, I'd say the Blues probably shade it for me. Just with their painting it, I think. They're not more... Mm, it's the combinations. I'd say the cap-wise... The views may have a few more caps than the, the, the more Yeah, you know, I, I I would agree. Um it 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 is interesting, like how well is Billy gonna go in his first state of origin series? Um his first real head coaching gig as well. So it's it, it's it's fascinating. Then you look at the uh the new caps he's added in kind of Ruben Carter and, and Selwyn Cabo it's 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 an interesting it's it's a, it's, a, it's an ex, it's more exciting it's a more exciting Maroon side than we've seen in the past few years because I know they've they've obviously held their own because they always do but do you remember a few years ago it was like this is the worst Maroon side yeah, ever yeah, yeah. they're getting that lease of new yeah, life a bit of um, back in the announcements and stuff just see because he's new coach like, mm. where, he, where he's going to go like Especially bringing like Cabo in, like, like that's that's a big call. It's a huge call. Um, that back three is is uh, if they nail it, it could be they, they're going to be yeah. scary. And then like Val Holmes and Dane Gaga, like they're two blokes who just love Origin football. Yeah, they're different breed when they, they comes to the on their own. Hmm. So. I think it's a scary backline. Um, it's got everything. It's got pace. It's got physicality. Now, so too does the Blues uh, backline. Like I know Brian Tao was small, but he packs a punch. Jimmy Tedesco, Stags. Obviously, we know all about his talents. Delighted to see him get an Origin call up. If Jack's playing in the centre, if that goes through, um, he's very physical. And then you've got the class of Jerome Luai and Nathan Cleary. It's it's it's. I'm more excited about this Origin game than I've been for an Origin game in a long time and that's saying something because yeah, everyone loves Origin um, and it's two yeah, young teams I think is it like this this, exactly. this is like nearly the the start of the next wave of these Origin players like as you're going to see for the next six, seven years like, like they're going to come up against each other like this rivalry is going to build and build uh, it's great to see the likes of like say Billy and uh, friendly, in that origin, like, and taking risks and letting young players come in and play like yeah like when you look at like who the kind of elder state statesmen are in each of the squads like you're like Jesus he, has he earned the title of being elder <laughs> statesman <laughs> or does he want that <laughs> does he want the title of being elder yeah. statesman yeah like 
it's just it's 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 brilliant. Like it's it it's I think they've nailed the lineups in kind of both of them to be fair in a mix of kind of the the right band. I know the boys in NL three hundred and sixty were were quite negative about it, but like I mean, what are they not negative about? I but think um, I think they've both nailed the right combination of pick and stick and also bringing in foreign players. Yeah. So I'm really looking forward to this now. Wednesday can't come quick enough. Okay. Uh, ten past eleven. Ten past eleven Wednesday. Ah, if, you, if you if you have a rare opportunity, if you have time to work from home, make sure you do it. Nice. Tell tell them you're symptomatic. Ring in Wednesday morning and tell them you're symptomatic. You're gonna work from home. That still works. I don't know. Cowbox <laughs> box. Monkey box. A monkey box. Cow box. <laughs> Yeah, um, if you had to predict getting one winner, uh, I think I always go for New South Wales. Yeah, I'm kind of the same. To be fair, I'm gonna go New South Wales, but I'm gonna go. I think there's so much attacking talent. It's gonna have to be a like a like a twelve ten special. Last <laughs> it's gonna have to be like real low yeah. scoring. Yeah, a field goal. Yeah, to win. Um, or it could be just a blitz. I don't know. The, the two teams could go at, and it could be just a, a knock, 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 the results from round one. So obviously just there was two games postponed um in the championship. You obviously had Cork Bulls and Bambridge postponed. I think they're gonna double up later on in the season, maybe over Magic Weekend and play for four points a fair set of two. And then obviously in the men's premiership, the Longhorns and the Boy Fighting Irish fixture was also postponed. They're gonna try and refix that game, potentially a midweek uh fixture. One of the weeks uh, post students championship. Then in round one of the men's championship, the Exile second side were victorious over the South Leinster Barracudas. I don't have a score. I just know the Exiles won that fixture. In the men's premiership, we did have a repeat of last year's grand final. The Exiles making a trip up to the swamp, the Clara, probably the best pitch in the world to play a game. We'll be right into the Atlantic Ocean. On a good day, on a good yeah. day, mate. There's nowhere better. Now on a terrible yeah, day, there's nowhere worse. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, the Exiles running out victors, twenty-four to ten. A real statement of intent to kind of how they want to go about this season. It's a big result away from home, especially with their two and teams, then additionally uh, the, two teams traveling different ways. Yeah. Like, so it shows how strong Exiles are this year. Feel, feel three sides this weekend. It's a, it's a credit to them as an organization, kind of as as to how they've grown, kind of a real community feel at the club. And obviously not to be undone, the Dublin City Exiles ladies' side were victors over the Galway Tribes women, 44-10. That was the precursor to the men's fixture. A great double header for anyone that was supposed to was at it. Looking ahead to this this weekend, um, I suppose in terms of premiership results, the Atboy Fighting Irish take on Dublin City Exiles at home in Atboy, Towns Park, Atboy. Uh, challenging fixture to say the least for the Fighting Irish. But look, uh, it's great to have sides involved. And then obviously, the tribesmen make the trip, I think, um, to face 
the Longhorns. That'll obviously be a, a good clash. And then in the championship, the Exiles, their second side, make the trip down. I'm oh, sorry, we'll host Cork. And South Leinster also host the Banbridge Broncos. In terms of the women's fixture, I'm just trying to pull the fixture list up now. Please bear with me. Yeah, the Galway Tribes women host the South Leinster Barracudas women's side. So, look, plenty of action this weekend. If you're looking to get involved, maybe give Rugby League Ireland a follow on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, whatever. Or if you're a little bit unsure and want to dip your toe in the water, make sure to message the mid-season slump on Instagram and we can put you in contact with any of the clubs in this great nation. Anything else, Dad? No, just looking forward to this weekend. Might get on the field a little bit and see how you go. Might get on the field. Might get on the field, he says. Cooper Cronk, 2018 Grand Final. That's the role I'm looking to play. That's about about as much in common I have (laughs) And 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 zero out of zero tackle. Yeah, yeah. That's Jasper. That's Jasper, and that's what you got. Yeah, look, I suppose uh, that's all from me. That's all from me too. Thank you and good Good night. Eight points all. Played to Keery. Veers down the left. Short pass. Mitchell.